Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have been talking about the still ongoing evacuation of U.S. personnel from Afghanistan right now. The Biden administration admitting happened uh, the collapse in Afghanistan happened faster than they anticipated. But don't worry, they've planned for stuff, they say, they claim, as we're all still really on the uh, on the edge of our seats here hoping that all u.s personnel get out of afghanistan safely right now the white house press conference still ongoing with jake sullivan national security advisor we'll bring you updates from that as we need to but we have a special guest with us here in person tommy laren fox nation host you all know her from well her appearances all across tv tommy great to have you here with the three of us in nashville i've got to say Reunited, alas. My two good friends from very different places in my career, Buck and Clay. I'm glad to be with you, boys. Bring some feminine energy. Glad you're in Nashville. Enjoy Nash Vegas, Buck. I know all the freedom here. It's amazing. And people like what I do, unlike in New York sometimes. People it's are really friendly, exciting. too. Yeah, I know. It's great. So, so, what would be your pitch, by the way, to, to Buck on why Nashville is a good place? And by the way, let me just say this for everybody listening. We're mostly full. We'll let Buck come in here, but the city's getting crowded. So, in general, we don't need more people. But if you were pitching Buck on Nashville, what would you Clay say? Clay has a guest. Here? He has a guest house, so I, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I'm born and raised in Nashville, so it's changed a lot. But you've been here for a couple of years. How would you describe Nashville to Buck? Well, I fled from L.A., and it's time for you to flee from New York to Nashville. I know you've got conservative principles and ideology, so you're welcome here. Uh, the other Californians and New Yorkers, I think they should check those at the door. But, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. Our food is good. We have a lot of freedom. We're a red state, no state income tax. And I got to say, as we discussed in the commercial break, the women here are We're beautiful. a single guy, Buck. I'm just saying there's a lot of good-looking girls. A lot of fish in the sea. <laughs> so, Tommy, tell me about this Biden administration. I mean, I think the the debate that Is I've been having. Is he blushing, by the way? I the think debate, he's the a little debate bit. that I <laughs> <laughs> the debate that I've been having a little bit 
is uh, what the biggest political vulnerability at this stage. I think you got a lot. You got defund the police. You got the border. You got Afghanistan. You got the economy. What so far is the biggest Biden disaster? I believe that they knew Biden was going to fail. I believe that Democrats knew this all along. They just thought Kamala would be a better option. I think that this has all been very predictable, but then they saw how Kamala dealt with everything, namely the border, which is to me the biggest disaster of this administration thus far. Every day it's something new, but I think they thought Kamala was going to be better. I think that they thought she could step in. They knew that Joe was failing. Let's all be honest. We saw the signs Joe's been failing for several years. It's getting worse by the day, but then they looked at Kamala and her uncontrollable laughter at serious situations, and then they thought, oh, now what are we going to do? Bring in AOC. Well, the squad, the radical left, they're running the party anyway, but their bench is not very deep right now. So where do we go from here? Right. Do you buy in? Because we got the Afghanistan debacle and Buck and I have been talking about how long is this going to linger? Right. Is it so bad? The Afghanistan situation that some people out there start to say, you know what? Let's tie this into border failure. Let's tie this into the murder rate, skyrocketing inflation to COVID reemerging, all of these things which spell the narrative of Joe Biden is incompetent and so is his administration? Or do you think a week from now people are over Afghanistan because it's a distant country and we're back to focusing primarily domestically? Like, where do we go from here in your mind? Well, similar to Joe Biden, I think this country has short-term memory, and I think that they move from one disaster to the next, but they never really pin it on the Democratic Party. I think it's easy to pin things on Joe Biden. It's harder for the American people to pin things on the Democratic Party because a lot of people still think that the Democratic Party is handling things well. I think it's easy to scapegoat Biden, but you have to understand that, like I said, I don't think Biden's been in charge of this administration for a while now, or if he ever was. So the Democrat Party, they're the ones that are at the helm. They're the ones with the reins. The American people need to understand when it comes time for midterms, they are the ones to blame. It's not just Joe Biden. It's all of them. Who do you think the most powerful person? And we we talk about this a lot. You know, Clay refers to it as the weekend at Bernie's presidency. Yes. I've called it the, and many others, We've it's obvious the Trojan horse presidency for the left, which is, I think, playing out in a way that we anticipated. Who is the most important voice in joe biden's ear slash making the most powerful decisions most important decisions for this democrat administration in your mind is there one person are there a few people i think it's the globalists in general i don't believe it's any american i believe it's the globalist agenda that really has this administration by the horns but i think that the mouthpiece is of course the squad that's who they listen to that's who they placate to because that's the base that they can fire up that's who gets everybody excited to get out. That's who's on TikTok and social media. It's the AOCs. It's the the Talibs, the Ilhan Omars. They are the ones that are firing up the young people and getting them active. So they're the ones that are the mouthpiece. Are they really in control, maybe, of the agenda of the party? I'm not so sure. We're speaking to Tommy Laren, Fox Nation host. You could all check out her work at foxnation.com. And, Tommy, I know you're big on border issues. You've been down there many times. I've been down on the border many times. Uh, it's it's obvious and clear that it's the worst that it has ever been. What remains to be seen is do the American people know about it in enough numbers? Do you think they are getting the message about the fact that the border is that Border Patrol people will tell? Well, what do they tell you? Actually, I don't want to put words in. What do Border Patrol folks say to you? Because I know what they say to me about the status of it right now. 
there are so many that are just waiting for their retirement, waiting to get out. It's a lot like law enforcement officers. They look at what's happening. They they realize that they are the welcoming committee. They realize that there is no will to secure and protect this border. So they're just down there day in and day out trying to do the best they can going through the motions. But the Biden administration doesn't look at the border as a crisis because they look at it as an opportunity. They didn't just look at what's going on at the border and open the doors and say, boy, I wonder how this happened. They knew it was going to happen. They planned for it to happen. They want to get as many legal immigrants in to this country as possible and give them voting rights. It's already happening. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Look at their bills. They've got amnesty all up and down, right and left. This is what they want. And the American people are going to see it because you can hide people in border cities and border states for a while. Once they start fanning out into the interior, it becomes much more obvious how many more people we have in this country. Tommy, you're young and super active on social media. During the Trump administration, social media was a wasteland sometimes for conservative thought. In, in that they would just totally curtail it. You wouldn't be able to speak out as much. It seems to me that now that Joe Biden is in control, that some of that anger and venom is starting to fade. Are you seeing that at all, or do you think it's pretty much the exact same, even though Trump is gone? What do you see in your activity on social media with the responses that you get? The responses are still just as ugly towards me, but I'm a kind of a different character. So they love to go after me. They always will. I don't ever see that stopping. And I can handle that, quite honestly. I have really thick skin. What bothers me more is the censorship and the shadow banning. That has gotten far worse. Can you tell a difference in, in terms of how it applies to you? 100%. And especially if I talk about anything COVID related, your numbers will go down drastically. Of course, we got the disclaimers on everything, but it's not just that. It's the messaging and it's not being able to get the message out when you're talking about important things that they consider to be misinformation. We know that any level of conservative thought to them is misinformation. So anything COVID related, which is really one of the most important things that's going on in the world, definitely seeing this. Where do you think this goes? I mean, I've been I've been kicked off of uh temporarily suspended on platforms for saying things yes. about covid that turned out to be i've been fact checked by politifact they never wrote me later to say i'm sorry buck you were Alex right Barrett which they should have was, was putting up today that what he was saying about the israeli data a month ago now with the booster shots being necessary that was an un, unacceptable thing to say a month ago even though the data yeah, was and, saying it. and they don't care I, I think now increasingly social media companies just realize they're an arm of the dnc the democrat party and the left and if they have to violate whatever principles they pretend to have they're fine with it but tommy where do we go when we have now i I don't know the the full number of cities but i think you're going to see more and more in the weeks ahead enacting things like vaccine passports that they promised us when i say they the democrats joe biden even folks in the media at the beginning were saying vaccine passports won't happen they're happening so where do we go from here Oh, yeah. I was called a conspiracy theorist when I said forced vaccination is on the way. And they said, no, that'll never happen. And to that, I responded, they just locked us in our homes for how many months? And if I would have told you that two years ago, that this was going to happen in 2020 and 2021, you would have called me a conspiracy theorist. But every step of the way, all these conspiracy theories have rung true. Where do we go from here? Well, we rely on governors. We hope that we have governors stand up like DeSantis, Abbott. We hope that our governor here in Tennessee will stand up and say, we're not doing this. We're outlawing it. And then those places that defy the orders, there needs to be consequences. There needs to be freedom. And the states are the only ones that are going to make sure to secure that. What will you do, Tommy? We were talking about this earlier. Buck has got a wedding this weekend. His brother's getting married. And so in order to go in New York, he had to get a vaccine or they wouldn't allow him to attend a wedding. Those are the kind of choices that are being forced upon people all over the country. What will you do? Because I'm kind of thinking about it, too. My wife asked me the other day what I, what I would do 
if they start to say, hey, in order to get on an airplane, you have to be vaccinated, which I'm afraid could be something that happens this fall. Or if we have winter. a bad winter I th- with COVID cases, happen, I think it right? is going to happen. Yeah. It could very much happen. Like you're going down. You were telling us off the air. You do stuff for Fox Nation all the time. You're going to Miami. What happens then? Right. Where Buck had to make a decision because he really wanted to do something. I think a lot of people are going to be faced with those decisions going forward personal decisions that the government is making them make. Yeah, it is a personal decision, and that's what vaccination should always be, especially when you have a vaccine that is still not FDA approved. Once they rush through that FDA approval, I don't know what the circumstances will be. But I would tell Americans, once you start giving your rights away, you will not get them back. So now that we keep facing these choices, oh, if I want to do this, I guess I'm going to have to do that. Do I really want to personally do it for my health and well-being? No, but I want to do it to be able to live normal life. Okay, well, then it's a vaccine. What's next? It's a really slippery slope once you start saying, well, if the government's going to make me do this, I guess I will. That is how socialism starts. Just keep giving away your rights so the government can dangle a carrot in front of your face. They did it with masks. They told us if you get a vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. And now it's got to wear a mask again. They never give you more rights. They only continue to take them away. Hope the American people understand that because the writing's all on the wall. Yeah, there. the safety data on a third shot, by the way. Oh, wait, Doesn't there exist. is no safety data on a third and shot. Look at that. What a shock. I mean, not real safety data. They every, could say they rushed something through. Every but. eight months, potentially, for years into the future, are you going to be required, again, for people who are just starting off and listening to us, once you get your second vaccine now, the Biden administration is going to say in eight months, you got to get a booster. Yeah. And by the way, why, why not also force you to get a flu shot at that point, too? And, you know, why not I don't know where it why ends. not have you swear allegiance to Biden and the squad while they're at? I mean, this is just getting out of control, Clay. It's crazy. But no doubt. Tommy, where, where can people follow your stuff? Fox Nation, Fox News, of course, if you want to be one of my fans or my haters on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at Tommy Laren. I'm the only Tommy there, probably. And uh, leave a nice comment. Leave a mean one either way. I enjoy it. Well, we would only leave nice comments. I'm impressed. I got to say this about Tommy. We've met for a couple of years now. Most people can't take the venom and vitriol online, period. Tommy can take it. I mean, that's the thing that's the most impressive. Share whatever her opinion is. A lot of people, you know this, Buck, they tiptoe up to what they think and they don't want to actually be in the fire. I'm impressed that she can handle it every single day. Tommy is a social media honey badger. She (laughs) doesn't back down, doesn't give a what. That's Tommy, exactly great right. to see you. Thanks for coming in. We'll see you in Nashville, Buck. Absolutely. So we all know that what you do online should be private, right, Clay? I mean, what you're writing in emails, what websites you visit to be informed. But unless you use a virtual private network, a VPN, when you're online, you're not operating with any privacy. Using a VPN is a must. There's a lot of them out there online, but ExpressVPN is the absolute best. That's the name, ExpressVPN. They make you anonymous online, which keeps big tech, we were just talking about this, from having access to all your data, selling your data, and shutting you down, shadow banning you. That's why I chose ExpressVPN to protect my online uh, online activity. Clay, I know you do the same. Yep, it couldn't be easier to use either. You tap one button on your phone or computer, and boom, you're protected. You can take back your online privacy with the VPN we both trust, Go online today at expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck by visiting our link. You get an extra three months free of ExpressVPN service with a one-year package, 15 months for the price of 12 months. Again, that's expressvpn.com, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Clay and Buck, expressvpn.com slash Clay and Buck to protect your data today. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America, for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Our thanks to Tommy Laren. Also want to thank the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, who was on in the second hour. Tommy is a lot of fun. She's fearless, which I think is rare, but also necessary if you are going to be involved in any way in politics online with how wild social media is from a day-to-day basis. We want to make sure, look, the criticism has rained down on Joe Biden from Basically every corner, and I thought we had a good discussion about this yesterday, Buck, that the usual Joe Biden defenders have vanished as it pertains to this situation surrounding Afghanistan. 
And when some people, and I'm going to say one of these guys, was Brian Williams on MSNBC, attempted to defend Joe Biden yesterday, well, CIA analyst Matt Zeller, who I know you are friends with, Buck, and you can react yeah, to this. For, former agency analyst. Former, right. yeah, yeah, former yeah. CIA uh, analyst. Uh, he definitely did not tiptoe up to his opinion. This was on MSNBC yesterday responding to Brian Williams. Get your popcorn and enjoy. He owned it. He owned his decision. He owned the fact that, as he put it, the buck stops with him. I hope he gets to own their deaths, too. I, I don't I feel like I watched a different speech than the rest of you guys. I was appalled. There was such a profound, bold faced lie in that speech. The idea that we planned for every contingency. I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office. I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. They didn't plan for the evacuation of our Afghan wartime allies. They're trying to conduct it now at the 11th hour. The thing that they were most concerned about was the optics of a chaotic evacuation. Well, they got exactly what they were most concerned of by failing to do what was right when we could have done it. We had all the people and equipment in place to be able to save these people months ago and we did nothing now matt as you mentioned matt and i go back gosh over over a decade now he's been a friend of mine almost we're going on almost we're gonna be 20 years pretty soon and we were talking about this guy texting back and forth you know he's been running this he co-founded this organization no one left behind this is all this is the focus of the organization is avoiding what's happening right now and it's been out there for years through multiple administrations trying to say let's streamline the process let's and this is for the real embedded interpreters and their families and people that are working alongside u.s troops who a promise was made to and i mean i know i hear from a lot of veterans that between oh let's take in a million afghan refugees tomorrow because the country's in bad shape and let's take in the thousands of people who were promised by the U.S. government, that if they served alongside, if they worked alongside our men and women in, in uniform out in combat, uh, that they would be brought home. And Matt is furious and rightly so. I also just love Brian Williams. Like, there was a great speech by <laughs> Biden really taking ownership. And Matt's like, that's bullcrap. All I needed to hear from Brian Williams was about his recollections of being under fire. You know, the only thing that could have made that segment yeah. any better if he said, you know, Having been under yeah. fire no, in the Middle no, East before. No crap. There are three RPGs yes. went whistling past my head. I did a karate chop to take down <laughs> one of Mullah Omar's top lieutenants, and then I still showed up on time for my 8 p.m. hit at MSNBC. He uh, got lit up, and that opening line was a devastating opening line from your boy Matt Zeller there because that was, I mean, that, that was a... You know, like you, sometimes you hear an interview and like you kind of lean back and oh, take yeah. an intake of the breath. That, that was yep. like a that was a good one. That Absolutely. was a great opener. You know, if we've learned anything since 2020, the uh, folks, we all know it. Your immune system is, is essential. OK, that's just a fact. Over 20 years ago, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black of, of Texas. He knew this, too. That's why he invented Texas superfood. This is the original superfood. I've known Dr. Black for years and people that I know, including myself, love this product. Okay, Texas Superfood is 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic enzymes and digestive enzymes. I'm all about the probiotics. You really need those for your system. Uh, this is a superfood that'll boost your immune system, and it does it very through a very simple, straightforward mechanism. Fruits and veggies, plus those other probiotic enzymes and digestive enzymes put together. So if you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and vegetables every day, 
Texas Superfood was made for you to boost your immune system. You can do it for under $2 a day. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. That's... Responding to the situation at HKIA, our initial focus was to insert forces and equipment. As part of the force, as part of this force flow concludes, the speed of evacuation will pick up. Right now, we're looking at one aircraft per hour in and out of HKIA. We predict that our best effort could look like 5,000 to 9,000 passengers departing per day. But we are mindful that a number of factors uh, influence this effort and circumstances could change. We will keep you updated. There are a number of uh, unexpected challenges uh, that can occur for personnel in a complex and dynamic security environment. We are confident we have taken the right steps to resume safe and orderly operations at the airport. That was Major General Hank Taylor on the evacuations. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. This is Buck. I'm here in Nashville with Clay uh, so, yes, if you do see me wandering around, uh, you know, the, the streets of downtown Nashville trying to find the best barbecue joint here in town, which I think I already have. But anyway, the point being, uh, it is me. So feel free to come by and, and say hello. Um, but, uh, Clay, we will continue to update everybody because this story is going gonna, is gonna to continue on here. Five thousand a day, they're saying. I'm seeing reports up to 40,000 Americans as of today still stranded in Afghanistan. So, which this, seems like a big number, it doesn't is. it? Well, like, well, when you add this, is what I meant when you add in aid workers, journalists, yes. contractors, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's all kinds of folks who would be there. They would be concentrated in Kabul. That's always been where there's been the most until now, uh, the most security and, and the chance that if you needed to get out in a hurry, you could. Um, but we're going to continue to watch this closely. As of right now, it seems like Taliban is allowing some through, not others. There's ongoing negotiation between U.S. military and these Taliban checkpoints. Anybody, I know we got a lot of military in this audience, anyone who's ever had to deal with, first of all, checkpoints in foreign countries in general, all it takes is one thing to go bad, and all of a sudden you get a gunfight, and a gunfight turns into something much worse than that when it spreads. Which is so. what we've been concerned about, because there's a lot of discussion about the upper levels of the Taliban and what they're going to do. The bigger concern, I think, Buck, is some of these lower-level guys who have guns, and suddenly you know they're quick-tempered, and what, as you just said, should be a relatively innocuous or unthreatening interaction Somebody has the wrong temperature uh, read at the moment. Somebody just overreacts. Somebody accidentally pulls a trigger. And the next thing you know, the result is disaster. And we don't control that anymore, which is why this chaotic situation on many levels is so disappointing. Because you got 40,000, 20,000, whatever the number is in Kabul. We should have had these people out long before this yes, situation the, the, this, this situation is the Biden administration withdrawal it's look it's inexcusable we all know that that's been made very clear but now we're trying to focus on the ongoing operation to airlift out i mean this is an all hands on deck in afghanistan evacuation situation that's what we are seeing unfold so we'll continue to follow it very closely have updates for you on it tomorrow we also wanted to hear from some of you 800-282-2882 on the lines uh we have Chris in Minnesota, a Marine Corps veteran. Chris, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. You talked about checkpoints. I have an awful story uh, out of Fallujah in 2004, 2005 about a checkpoint, but I, w I won't go into that. I, uh, 
I, I was in Afghanistan in 2006 with 1st Battalion, 3rd Marines, and um, we flew into Jalalabad, and then from there, a handful of us went to Asadabad, which was further up towards the Korangal Valley, and then uh, even a smaller handful of us ended up in Camp Blessing. And the geography of Camp Blessing is much like you're in the bottom of a soup bowl. Uh, logistically speaking, it is an awful place to be. And we held that spot for six months. And uh, I was talking to some Marines via text message. And just the idea of all of that being in the hands of the Taliban right now is beyond heartbreaking. And so I just can't. I, I, my heart just goes out to all the other veterans that were that had to go through this and that are just watching all of this unfold on TV. And I cannot tell you uh, how much of a, a debacle it is just to watch it all. Yeah, I know it's it's a gut punch for those who served, Chris. I'm hearing it from people all over the country like you who did. I'm just I'm just wondering what's your what are your feelings about the app? I mean, put aside for a second, there are a lot of Afghans who are going to say who are not vetted who are going to say that they worked with the U.S. military. But for the interpreters, for those who were uh, embedded with working with U.S. military, what's your feeling on what should happen there? Yeah, well, this is kind of a little-known phenomenon, but we developed some pretty phenomenal relationships with these interpreters. Uh, And some of them, some of the guys got back stateside, uh, the Marines, and they worked uh, tirelessly to try to get these guys visas to come to the United States. Some of these guys were really great dudes who just wanted safety for their family, and they just wanted to work and keep their heads down. And these, we had Marines that were working, and some of them succeeded to get them to the United States. And I just, you know, I talked about this with my father, but they could have, Joe Biden could have done all of this in winter. Logistically, that would have slowed down the Taliban like you would not have believed. And I mean, just, just, it was just the wrong season to even go about this. So, to say that there was nothing that could have been done, um, there was a lot that could have been done. And, and shame on them, quite, quite honestly. Shame on them for not uh, taking more preparations. You, you get people out before you announce that you're, that you're pulling out. That's, it's, the oldest, it's the oldest trick in the book. Chris, thanks so much for your service and for calling in from uh, Minnesota. We appreciate it. Let's go to Al in Colorado. Al, what you got for us? Yeah, hey, Buck. Great show. Um, I was in Afghanistan as a defense contractor for six years, and we did aerial surveillance. And when I first arrived at Asadabad, just like your previous caller uh, mentioned, uh, very nasty place. And we were told, my point is, that 20% of the Afghan army, and even greater, was Taliban, embedded. And the green-on-blue attacks kind of confirmed that. And I think the same thing goes for a lot, not all, but a lot of those interpreters. And now we're going to let in 80,000 into this country? Big mistake. So you're really worried, Al, as somebody who was over there in a contractor role, uh, but on the front lines, you're, you're worried about infiltrations even of the, in a sense, the infiltration of the exfiltration of people alleging to be U.S. allies. That's what you're, you're worried about that, that possible, um, vulnerability for the u.s i sure am i mean it's apparent i mean i live in a town where i see afghans every day and i'm in the middle of america and these are probably just students but you know i mean why would you have to give citizenship to someone who you're whose country you're defending 
I bet yeah, it's totally. It's it's a, it's a, it's. A, thanks for the call. It's the biggest challenge here is the double agent factor, as he's talking about the down. Why would you give citizenship? The flip side to that is, if someone was truly loyal to America, the Taliban will find out and they will torture and kill not only those translators and those people who worked with the Americans, as you were saying earlier, Buck. They're asking basically, were you working with the Americans? They'll kill them as well as their, their families. families. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's why you would do it. And that ugliness, you know, we're focused. Obviously, our priority right now and our the cover the priority of our coverage here is Americans getting out safely from Afghanistan. But there is going to be it's I would say a certainty in the days and weeks ahead. A lot of time spent on the let's just call it what it is, the atrocities of the Taliban against against civilians and against people that they want to uh, settle scores with. And one thing, anyone who spent time in Afghanistan, and, and I, I could tell you this from my own experience, one thing we all know about Afghanistan is when it comes to score settling, it is deeply embedded, unfortunately, in the culture and the psyche there. So they do not forget, and they do not forgive either, and the Taliban will not. We'll come back, take some more of your calls here in a minute. Uh, 800-282-2882. Also want to remind you to please Subscribe to EIB 24-7. Clay and I are posting things uh, that you know are behind the scenes, photos of family pets, having some uh, some videos of analysis that we're not doing here on the show, EIB 24-7. Go to clayandbuck.com and go check that out. And, Clay, one thing about being on the road here for me in Nashville is that I'm in a very nice hotel, but you know what I don't have? I don't have my Giza Dream sheets with me, and I'm thinking that I might have to just start bringing them in my bag wherever I go, because as nice as where I'm staying is, they don't have the Giza Dream sheets, and I need them. I've gotten used to them. I also want my My Towels, my My Slippers. It's not home without them now, Clay, and Mike Lindell's My Pillow is an amazing company that everybody who tries the products, I'm telling you, they end up reaching out to me and saying they love them. And right now, Clay, he's offering his sale of the year on the Giza Dream Sheets. Yeah, and they're fantastic. We've got them on all the beds in our house. My family's got them everywhere, the kids. And they are ultra soft, breathable, also extremely durable with a luxurious finish, multiple colors, styles, and sizes. And right now, for a limited time, the Giza Dream Sheets are 50% off with the promo code Clay and Buck. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials to get the Giza Dream Sheets as low as $49.99 with the code CLAYANBUCK or call 800-792-3269. Again, that's MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Listener Specials and get hooked up now with the Clay and Buck Giza Dream Sheets for as low as $49.99. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. 
Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free, brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hi, I'm Dalvet Quince. One way to help manage type 2 diabetes is to regularly exercise. My exercise program can help get you into a routine that works for you. Keep in mind, managing blood sugar also takes the right diet. Hi, I'm celebrity chef Franklin Becker. Ever since I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, I've adapted my cooking style without sacrificing flavor. If you want to learn more tips about diet and exercise, visit mytype2transformation.com. Welcome back in Tuesday edition Clay and Buck show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Want to give you a couple of ideas out there. Go subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. I am going to put Dub, one of our producers here, on the responsibility of looking for good five-star reviews on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you may find us for the podcast. We had the governor of Tennessee on in uh, the second hour of the program, Tommy Laren. Uh, was with us in the third. If you missed either of those interviews, you can check it out. We also want to say welcome to a brand new affiliate. I know a lot of you are in St. Louis and you've been saying, hey, where can we hear the Clay and Buck show? Well, starting yesterday, we had a brand new affiliate, big market to be adding. Uh, so we want to welcome in people in St. Louis on 104.9 FM. If you're listening to us in some way in St. Louis, and you didn't know that affiliate existed. Well, boom, you're taken care of now. So we thank 104.9 for flipping uh, their uh, their uh, their method there and joining us and ending up as an affiliate to join Clay and Buck. All 50 states, over 400 affiliates. And as we talked about last week, Buck, good early numbers. We appreciate it's a big role to step in here, but we appreciate all the uh, the earnest and, and steadfast supporters that we got out there. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Also, make sure you follow us individually on social media, at Clay Travis on Twitter, at Buck Sexton on Twitter. Obviously, he's Clay on Buck, but, you know, follow us both, and that way you'll have all kinds of excellent tweets and commentary. And on Facebook, I'm at Facebook.com slash Buck Sexton. Are you a Facebook guy, yeah, too? Yeah, I'm out there, too, on Facebook. I can barely keep up with all these different social media uh, things but at I, this point. I'm getting old. I also feel like I teed you up for a clip that we just threw there. That, that uh, yeah, should, you did. I, I was actually focused on the Facebook angle. I was thinking to myself, I haven't done anything on Facebook in a while. Because it turns out that we're not the only ones who have some, uh, yes. some shots to take at big tech right now. The Taliban, oh, remember, who uh, our government is hoping... hoping yeah are going to be inclusive and representative. That's the request from our government, because we know the Taliban, if nothing else, they certainly are inclusive and representative. They were asked about free speech inside of Afghanistan, 
And amazingly, the Taliban decided to tee off on Facebook and say that even in America, we don't have free speech because of Facebook. This is a translation but listen, let's play cut 21. This question should be asked to those people who are uh, claiming to be promoters of freedom of speech, uh, who do not allow uh, publication of all information. And you sh- I can ask Facebook uh, company. Uh, this question should be asked to them. Basically, the Taliban spokesman calling out, calling out Zuckerberg and co. for being speech-suppressing authoritarians online look they're not see unlike what the democrats do when they say the january 6th and the taliban it's you know we're not going to do that but it, it is interesting one it tells you even the taliban pays close of course they pay close yeah. attention to the american media because how else could they know what the american mindset is which as we've seen here is critical for their understanding of, of how this war is going to play out and how it's going to end um but then even be, you know beyond that there are some moments where I think people sit around and they say, I wonder what the rest of the world, put aside the Taliban for a second, thinks about the fact that in America, where we always talk about freedom and free speech, and the most powerful companies in America are openly opposed to free speech now, actually. They're not, not even hiding Not only anymore. that, they are allowing the Taliban to use our social media to communicate with everybody. The Taliban spokesperson has a Twitter account. Former President Trump doesn't. So well, this, this is because it's crazy. If you asked an MSNBC, if you asked all the hosts at MSNBC and all their contributors, there would be a not insignificant number. I couldn't tell you how many, but if you really asked them, who is a bigger threat on social media to the United States, the leader of the Taliban or Donald Trump, they would actually say Donald Trump. They believe this because of January 6th as insane as we know that may be they would say that trump is a is a more just think of the rhetoric they've been using i mean they compare january 6 to 9 11 clay yeah so they're in their minds you know trump is a danger on social media that would even dwarf i think what the taliban is at this point and this this is why i think big tech and we've talked a lot about this on the show but this is me from a legal perspective you have to have content neutral policies Big tech does not have content neutral policies by any stretch of the imagination. But this is why I think we need to continue to hammer this idea. It's not just, by the way, the Taliban who has spokespeople that are allowed to be on Twitter. The Ayatollah of Iran is able to insult people all over uh, the Jewish faith. I mean, they can they can say all Insult sorts them. They, of they, crazy they, things. They, they say want to they have want a Holocaust. Just, they want to, yeah, they want a Holocaust yeah. and destroy all of Israel. I mean, it's, that's, this per, that's permissible to say, but Donald Trump isn't allowed to have opinions on political issues. And so what I think is important is they're watching us, right? And they're recognizing, even if many people in America are not, the hypocrisies that exist in our culture right now, and they're actually calling them out. I mean, think about how crazy it is. The Taliban got asked about free speech and said, well, you should be asking America's Facebook company about that because they don't actually. Right. I mean, have this, free this is whether it's, you know, you, if you have the Cuban regime's mouthpieces or the Iranian, they, they will right. always Same do, thing. They'll always do this thing where they'll find the imperfections in America and act like the Russians. Putin loves to do China this too, does it all the but, time, but it's China does it all the time. And they'll say, oh, you know, why don't you deal with the racism you have in America? Yes. I mean, the Chinese know in particular that racism is just the moment you bring that up, the entire American media goes, oh, my gosh, they're they're 
right, we have to deal with that. But but back uh, onto the, the Taliban situation and the propaganda. This is a propaganda offensive that's underway, and they're going to do everything they can to keep us focused on aspects of what's happening in Kabul that they want to present to the world while in the shadows and away from the cameras and the social media platforms putting this stuff out there. It's going to get very, very ugly. I know we had we had a whole bunch more vets who wanted to get in. We'll, we'll try to bring you on. Please call us back tomorrow. We'll try to bring you on then uh, because this is not over, folks, not by a long shot. Thousands of Americans still in harm's way there. We'll be following up on that story with you tomorrow. Uh, plus, we're going to be talking about where we go here with vaccine passports i I mean we've how many of our predictions clay have come true already booster shots already real we've been discussing that here for weeks i think international i'm sorry uh interstate vaccine which is going to be wild give it give it 90 days folks that's where i think we're going to be continue to follow us here though go to clayandbuck.com and uh please join us tomorrow Fun guest tomorrow, right? We got some. We good got some, we got loaded guests, and also welcome in one more time, St. Louis. Hope to be adding many more cities, and we will soon. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.